Thanks for tuning in to today's topics where we look at current events from a Christian perspective. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Hope everybody's had a great week. Let's continue to remember all the people that's been affected by Hurricane Ida. Um, As of yesterday, 82 people have lost their lives from, that's from Louisiana all the way up to the Northeast due to the effects of that storm. Uh, Many thousands of people are still displaced. Homes damaged due to the flooding. Um, PBS reports that around a half of a million people still today are without electricity. Now I know that our in our 24-hour news cycle that we're in, uh, they don't keep talking about things. It just moves on to the next big story, right? But a lot of people are still suffering behind this. So let's remember that. Let's donate if we can. Uh, let's remember these families in prayer. And let's not take our blessings for granted, right? Uh, think about it. As you open the fridge tonight to get some sweet tea or when you walk into a dark room and you flip the light switch and it just comes on, there's a lot of people that are not experiencing that. So let's let's be real thankful for the blessings that we have. With tomorrow being the 20th anniversary of 9-11, a lot of us can recall exactly where we were and what we were doing when that news hit, you know, with that sickening terrorist attack. I know exactly where I was, exactly what I was doing, and I'm sure a lot of you are the same way. But that just needlessly took 2,977 American lives that day. I remember it, and I remember the weeks following it, um, how we all came together as a nation. I remember American flags were flying everywhere. And I remember that so many people were volunteering for the military that they had to turn some away. That's what I remember. Um, So we as a nation were just determined for justice to be served against those that had carried out this attack. And Afghanistan now, 20 years later, is back under the complete control of the radical terrorist Taliban and their allies, ISIS. Uh, The U.S. left hundreds of our citizens behind, and we fully armed our enemy of the last 20 years. (laughs) It sounds like that's, that's a bad movie, that that's not even truth, but that's exactly what we did. I would say that it's the definition of insanity, or maybe complete incompetence you'd want to give them that credit right but i i don't believe so i believe it was intentional i don't believe that that many people are that mentally handicapped or that incompetent i believe that what happened was intentional that's what i think and i think that we'll eventually find out what type of wicked backroom deal was made in our surrender of afghanistan it will eventually come out But the Taliban did allow one plane to leave Kabul on Thursday, that was yesterday, with 200 on board. But six of the planes that Glenn Beck's Nazarene Fund has chartered are still being held up. They're still on the runway at the airport, not being allowed to leave. Because, get this now, because of what CBN reported as, quote, a breakdown of diplomacy with the U.S. State Department. Now, you want me to put that in Southern English for you? The Taliban is waiting on their next payment. That's what they're waiting on. Biden learned from Obama. People forget this stuff. I don't. 
but people don't remember all this stuff. But remember Biden was with Obama back in 2016, whenever he sent pallets full of cash to Iran. Do y'all remember that? Pallets full of cash. They loaded up on a plane and sent to Iran. $400 million is what he sent to them. And that was so that they would let four prisoners go that they were holding in Tehran. You can go to the Wall Street Journal and look all this back up if you don't remember it. I remember it well. I couldn't believe it. And nothing was done or said about it. It's just like it was okay. So if that's what Obama, that's what Obama did when Biden was his vice president, there's no doubt that Biden is doing the same thing right now with the Taliban. That's exactly what he's doing. That's why they're holding those planes up. Because we hadn't sent them the money that we promised them yet. And that's why they were so upset last week when they couldn't understand why the aircraft had been damaged, why these Marines did that. They just couldn't understand it because that wasn't what they were promised. But let's keep praying that all of our citizens can get out before this dumpster fire that is Afghanistan gets any worse. It's not going to get better. You know that one of the people that is in the Taliban's uh, leadership position has been on the FBI's most wanted list for years as a notorious terrorist. And now he's in a position of authority within the Taliban government. Um, you, you can't make this stuff up. This is crazy. And speaking of our state department, the same federal goon squad that cannot seem to get Americans out of Afghanistan filed a lawsuit yesterday against the state of Texas. Same, the same organization within our government. See, if you remember, Texas passed the heartbeat bill, right? Which is awesome. No abortions can be done after a heartbeat is detected. And that's great. You know, you think that's awesome. That's great. Lives saved, babies protected. But no, the attorney general of the United States, his name's Merrick Garland, filed a lawsuit arguing that this state law, quote, infringes on the rights of women. He said he's concerned, I'm still quoting now, he's concerned that other states could enact similar laws. Oh my goodness, we can't have that. We can't have all these states protecting these babies. These people are fanatics about being able to kill babies. It's unbelievable. It's sickening that so many fight so hard for this wickedness. Guess who else is suing Texas over this heartbeat bill? Boston Globe reports on it, Fox 7 out of Austin, many, many others. You can find this easily. But they report that the Satanic Temple files lawsuit against Texas over abortion law on the grounds of, check this out, Quote, not being able to have an abortion infringes on their religious beliefs. So part of their religious practice is being able to kill a baby. That's, <laughs> this is a bad novel, but it's real life. It's true. This is happening. Nothing is new under the sun is what Solomon tells us, right? In, in Ecclesiastes. And he was exactly right. Back in those days, the people were sacrificing children to the demon god Molech. And they're still doing it today. You know, it may be packaged a little different, but it's, ex it's exactly the same evil. And that's what they're doing. 
Mexico Supreme Court ruled this week that abortion is now decriminalized, meaning all abortions are now legal in Mexico. That kind of caught me off guard because like with the almost 80% Roman Catholic population, that's kind of surprising that, that, that Mexico has went down this rabbit hole. Uh, that's one thing that the Roman Catholic Church has never varied on is their stance against abortion. And now that Mexico has made it completely legal across the whole country, I guess they pick and choose which part of the Roman Catholic doctrine they want to obey, right? I guess so. Let me give you all a few headlines before I get to my main topic. There's something I really want to get to tonight, so let's get some of these topics out of the way. Fox Business reports 10.9 million job openings in the United States this week. You know, that number should go down uh, unless the government extends the unemployment benefits again, which they're talking about doing, uh, especially some of the illegal immigrants and the Afghans and the ones across the southern border that are coming over here. They're talking about unlimited lifetime welfare. So why would you possibly look for a job if the government's going to give you a check for the rest of your life? But that's what they're talking about doing. The Senate's now debating this bloated pork belly sandwich of a, of a budget that they've got going. I mean, $3.5 trillion. I wish you guys, if you have time to look up some of the stuff that's in this thing, absolute garbage is what's in this budget. Let me give you an example. One quick example you know, Nancy Pelosi's district is in San Francisco, right? That's where she's from. And she runs Washington. She controls everything. In this $3.5 trillion budget, there's $200 million set aside to go to a park in San Francisco. A park. $200 million. Now, <laughs> it's probably going to pass because the Democrats have the majority. and out of this 3.5 trillion, it is just loaded with pork like that. Yeah, but y'all go look it up if you get a chance. And they've also got a vote on raising the debt on the national debt limit. Uh, it expires in October. It's just way too much for me to try to explain that. Uh, hopefully I can do that. But uh, go to usdebtclock.org and it gives you our national debt in real time. It's, it's just a running calculator up there, usdebtclock.org. And it shows you how much we go into debt every second, every minute, how it just, it's just catapulting. I looked it up last night. I, I haven't done it today, but as of last night, it was $28.7 trillion that we're in debt. And see, they have to raise the debt limit. What that does, it allows them to borrow more money. Okay, I'm gonna try to make this quick. So I don't know if everybody really understands this. We can never pay off the principal. Never can we pay off tw just say $29 trillion, just what it'll be in the next day or two. We can never pay that off. All we can do is pay the interest on that. Imagine having an unlimited credit card that never has a limit, never expires. You can charge whatever you want to on it, right? As long as you can pay the interest on that, as long as you can pay your monthly bill and pay the interest. Well, you never pay the principal. That's how our national debt is. So we have to raise the debt limit. So we, I'm not making this up, guys. You need to look this up if you're not real familiar with it. We have to raise the debt limit so we can create more debt, so we can borrow more money 
to be able to pay the interest on what we already owe. Do you understand that? That is insane. Anybody knows that cannot continue indefinitely. But that's what Congress keeps doing is pushing it down the road and keep just putting it off to the next generation. Just keep putting it off. Let's keep raising the debt limit so we can sell more bonds to China, who hates us, so we can get more money to pay the interest on our debt that goes up every minute. I don't I don't have any more words for that, but that's what we're doing. That's what we keep electing people to do, and they all keep doing the same thing, Republican or Democrat. They want to get reelected. They want to get votes, and they're going to send this pork back home, $200 million to a, a state park. But that's where our tax money goes, and that's, that's how they do it. Biden announced yesterday, I guess y'all saw this, it's big news, it's going to affect every one of us, but he announced yesterday every company with over 100 employees have to mandate the COVID shot. I told y'all it was coming. I told you when this first came out what they were going to do. Starting next week, also all New York Police Department employees must be vaccinated. You know, they got thousands of people that work for the NYPD. So they passed this up there. They've all got to get vaccinated or get a weekly COVID test. And if they don't do this, then they're basically fired. They're sent home without pay. That's what he said. So now, remember a couple of weeks ago, I told you about Chicago doing this. And the Chicago police union said, we're not doing it. You're not forcing us to do this. Every one of us will walk off the job. Now, NYPD hadn't said that. But now this is two of the largest police departments in the nation that have are trying to force this shot on these guys. And you, uh, we need to stand by and see what happens. Can you imagine with no policemen in Chicago or New York? Now, New York hadn't said this, but Chicago did. They said, if you try to force us, we're all going to walk off. So let's watch. Let's watch and see what happens with these two police departments and what they do. More big news. We hadn't talked about this in a couple of weeks, but about Bitcoin and about the digital currency that's going to one day take over the whole world and we'll all have to use it. But El Salvador in Central America, they become the first nation that has designated Bitcoin as the official currency. Uh, that's big. You know, before you could just buy and sell Bitcoin online and do stuff until it went public on the stock market. But now El Salvador has made it official currency, so you can use it anywhere down there. It's it's happening, people. It's it's not gonna stop. We know that you know toward the end of time here, we're gonna there's gonna be a one world currency, a one world money, and I believe it's gonna be this digital currency. That's the way it looks. But on some other news, old flip flopping Fauci got caught, didn't he? Yeah, he got caught in an outright lie to Congress over the origins of this virus. If you were watching this when we, when we were doing this on the West side Baptist church site, well over a year ago, you can go back and look. And I reported on this virus came from the Wuhan lab. He was part of it, every bit of that. And then the media just covered it up and tried to hide it. You hadn't heard nothing in a long time, but, um, uh, I don't believe that Rand Paul is going to let him off the hook this time. Rand Paul has been on him the whole time. He knew he was lying. He knew, he knew, and he just would not stop. He's one of the few senators that has the guts and the courage to 
call a spade a spade. You know, if it's truth, it's truth. And if it's a lie, it's a lie. That's what Rand Paul's doing. So hopefully the justice part of us, we want, you know, justice to be served, right? So that part of me, I'm hoping that Fauci will be prosecuted for perjury. He needs to be held accountable for these lies that he keeps telling people. So hopefully he will. Real quick on the on the woke front before I get to my main topic. Did y'all see this? Uh, one little thing. Our favorite congresswoman, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she hates being called AOC, so let's call her AOC. She was given an interview this week, and for fear of offending someone, she would not say the word woman. She started calling females menstruating person. That's what she said in her interview. It's hard to watch, but <laughs> she, uh, what was it a couple of weeks ago to where she called, uh, people that were nursing their children, uh, chest feeders. She wouldn't call them breastfeeders because, you know, some men didn't have breasts. They, this, this chick is so far out there that when you have to call a woman a menstruating person for fear of offending the transsexuals, that's what she's doing now. She's making up her own words. But here's what I really want to get to. I, I want to save enough time for this because I don't know if a lot of you guys know about this. But uh, Jan Markell, she has a, a radio show that comes on Saturday around noon and, and Sunday around noon. But she has a website called Olive Tree Ministries. And um, she's been a watchman on the wall for quite a while trying to tell people stuff that, that the mainstream media won't tell you. But she had a program on a couple of weeks ago, and it got my attention. I listened to it, and it's about these giant robots that are coming to 21 cities around the world this year. Now, you guys may not have heard, even heard about this or know anything about what I'm talking about, but I went and did the research just to verify everything. Of course, you can trust Jan. She's the real deal. But this is pretty awesome stuff. Basically, it's being headed up by a company from Ireland. They're behind this, and they call these things the giant. That's all they call them, just the giant. Very generic. That's odd in itself, isn't it, that you would just call something that? That's what they call them. Now, these things are 10 stories tall. That's 100 foot. They are 100 foot tall, and they're covered with millions of LED pixels that allow it to take the form of any person. So they can just flip a switch, and it'll all of a sudden it'll be Elvis, or it'll be george washington or you know just whoever these pixels is like a camera in reverse so they just flip a switch and it can be any person it can be anything that you want it to be and the giant arms and the head move it looks natural when it moves it's not a jerky robot thing and it can move in all sorts of different multiple directions and it can change shape every hour. They can program it to where it can change shape and it can look and appear to be anybody. And it takes on any image. It can sing. It can speak. Now you can go to azcentral.com and look at the one that's coming to Phoenix. azcentral.com. 
kind of sounds like science fiction, right? Kind of sounds, ah, oh, Gene, you're making this stuff up, man. What, you know, but it's not, it's real and it's happening right now. And we are witnessing prophecy come to life is what we're seeing. You know, when at first you might read some things in scripture and you say, man, that could never happen, you know, or how in the world could that ever happen? That, that's just crazy. Like where we see in Revelation where the false prophet will cause an image to speak and force people to worship it, right? I'm going to just read you one quick verse. And he, that's talking about the false prophet here. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Now, the beast he's talking about here is the Antichrist, right? This one world leader, this one world ruler that's going to be in charge during the tribulation. So this false prophet is going to be able to cause this huge image to appear as if it's the Antichrist, right? And if you don't worship this thing, then it's going to have the power to kill you. Well, when you read that in Revelation, at first you might say, you know, what in the world? Good grief, that's crazy. Then you see this story to where these hundred foot tall robots are being placed around the world right now. <laughs> right now, this is happening. So 21 of these images, that's what they're told and they're called in Revelation, sorry. But a lot more on the way, I'm sure. Uh, but you can read all about it and you can get a picture of them, what they're going to look like. And the world is being conditioned to obey right now. Uh, the powers that be, they saw this virus and they're using it the best of their ability. They're pushing their agenda. It's a real virus. It's a real sickness. It's killing people and we should be careful. We should take care to social distance, wash our hands. Yes, we should do that stuff. It's a real virus. But we are in spiritual warfare. And Satan is using this to push his agenda. And it's just in snowball effect right now. If you look at everything that's going on, and you got to get off the mainstream media because they're not going to report this. So you got to get to other places and find the truth. But when you see these 21 giant images being placed around the world and the things that they can do and how it matches up exactly with Revelation 13, 15, it should cause you to raise some eyebrows, right? You should say, wow. That Bible's true. It's coming true every day. I hope that that's what it does for you. But we're being conditioned to obey right now, right? Do as you're told. Take the vaccine. Wear the mask. If you don't, we're going to find you. We're going to fire you. You're going to do what we're told. Well, what about the people that have antibodies? I don't care. You still got to take the virus, the vaccine. Well, what about the people that have natural immunity? I don't care. You still got to take the vaccine. We're being conditioned to obey. And that's just the truth. That's what's happening. We are witnessing the beginning stages of God's final plan. And if you can't see it, it's just because you don't want to see it. Uh, it's going to be to where you can't work or even enjoy any type of normal society unless you obey. Now, that's what's coming. But we are seeing prophecy unfold in our lifetime. It's exciting. I mean, it excites me that we're seeing Scripture come to life every week. 
It's happening, just like God said it would. But if you've been born again, then you should be getting excited. I mean, you should be anticipating Christ's return because it's not that many years away. But if you've never given your life to Christ, man, don't put it off. Let me read you a couple of verses real quick. I'm going to be in Romans 10, 9. These are familiar verses. If, if you've been around church at all, you've heard these. But Romans 10, 9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. All you got to do is believe and have faith and repent. And you don't have to worry about all this stuff going on. Romans 10, 13 said, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's anybody. That's everybody. You're never too far gone. You're never too far in the dark that you can't come back to the light. And I hope that you know that. And I hope that uh, you've made your final preparations. But if not, it's easy to do. I want to thank you all for listening. I hope it gave you something to think about. I hope it gave you something to go look up and fact check me and verify these things. And uh, if you get a chance, y'all go to church Sunday. And by all means, y'all keep reading your Bible. Thanks. Thank you.